Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, and Andy, Jimmy, and JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Dubs, your one-stop destination for footy news and dubs. Yeah, that's Amy Walsh. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Oh, right in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah. I miss those pandemic days. Yes. So much fun. Well, you must have a, a, a great... A great crew of suburbans, suburbanites that you get to hang out with out there. Yeah, I've got some friends out here. I've got a couple of testing, friends. Testing, testing. Boston Pizza. One, two, three. <laughs> no, my, lo- my, local pubs, my local pub is amazing. A little, oh, small, little uh, intimate place called the the Fox Goes Free. And, and it's, uh, it's tiny. It, it reminds me of a real typical English pub. It's great. Love it. Great pint of beer. Amazing food. Smell like urinals? No, no, it's no. clean. I mean, that, that aside from the English pub connection, yeah. <laughs> All right. But one day, maybe I'll, you should guys come out and meet me at the Fox Goes Free. It's great. Yeah, for sure. Football bar, Love you know, to. there's football scarves around the place. It's, uh, it's great. Great pint of harp. Yeah. Good I mean, old you, harp. you don't find harp on tap in too many places, but I love a good harp. Yeah, harp's a nice pint. It's crispy enough, isn't it? It's refreshing. Is it, uh, is, I know I've seen, I've seen the, Logo for harp. I don't know if I've ever drank a harp. Is it an ale? Is it a lager? Is what is it? A lager. Lager. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's excellent. It's excellent. Sailor Bats Blue. <laughs> no, it's not. Fair cough. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes our Labats Blue sponsorship. Yeah. Oh, I Thanks. love Labats Blue. Bring it on, Labats Blue. <laughs> Dubs should be joining us anytime now. Jumping off what she says is her her um, radio interview appointment every friday but we think maybe she's actually having a, a chat with the saudi tourism board those negotiations are apparently at a very important point so we'll, we'll find out what the uh, the numbers at right now to lure amy over to uh the saudi arabian tourism board 
It's a double deal, I think, Messi and uh, Amy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Messi gets 450,000 a million a year and Amy does 50 bucks. <laughs> and a high five. <laughs> a high five from Wonger. You boys were out yesterday at the uh, Dog and Bear for the West Ham game. How was the atmosphere there? Ooh, first half, it was dire. Halftime, it was a morgue. West Ham weren't good. 1-0 down. Not Nobody was feeling good about anything. Second best, half, much best, better. Yeah, and best part of the match at that point were the chicken wings. Yes. Good, good wings? Oh, yeah, spectacular wings at the Dog and Bear. But Dog then... Bear, Street, good wings, yeah, okay. Yeah, but then what happened, Craig? Turned it around. Turned it around. One, two, one. Should have won by more. They look comfortable. They look really comfortable second half. I just hope they can continue that. And believe me, a return leg. Do you think David Moyes had a real great in-depth conversation with the AZ Alkmaar Brass about in-deep, deep analytics and, and money ball football after the match? Or do you think he's more, more old school? Thinking that's I don't think, crap. Why would, why would Alkmaar give any details away about how they're money balling it because a team like West Ham you think might be able to take something from that and maybe they do I don't know you know they're they're a, mm-hmm. they're a big enough club they got decent money but obviously nothing like the, the, the bigger clubs but they invest in that department and, and maybe they have I don't know well they're going to lose Declan Rice this, this summer let's face it you'll yeah. go for big money oh yeah 100 mil even more, than, even more than Amy Walsh will go for Four hundred fifty dollars, as opposed to four hundred fifty million. Welcome to Saudi Arabia. Hey, I mean, you like you, are you are you at a gala? Going to a gala or something? You look great right now. Do I? You think you sent pictures <laughs> this week at that gala, right? Mm-hmm. And you're wearing the black dress and you had your hair all done nice. You mm-hmm. look great, and now it looks similar, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, this is what you do. You just tie it up during the middle of the week in like a top knot, and then it just stays nice. I think Amy sometimes looks for compliments from this group and she doesn't get them very often. So she actually answers her own text messages. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> You're not wrong. Like, guys, anybody? Did you see that comment up there? It was pretty funny, right? No. <laughs> I know. You have to always remind us of some great, great message you sent us. The topic. Hey, in case you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> How was the meeting though with the Saudi tourism board? Oh, it was good. Making making some progress, getting closer to the number I'd need. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, no, there, there's no number, guys. Come on. Everybody has it. Everybody has. Yeah, everybody's got a number. Time will tell. Nope. Time will tell. Four hundred million. Fifty thousand dollars. How much? One hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's wouldn't a great do it. thought. I wouldn't even consider it. A mil. No. Oh, we're getting what? close. Oh, we're getting close. I can tell. No, we're we're getting close. There was a pause. There was no, a pause there. No, no. The table. Maybe. Okay. Can, I just, can I just say, though, I've had this conversation, like, up at the cottage, a couple drinks around the fire with my sisters and my family, but it's distilled down to, like, as a vegan, how much money would it take to get me to, like, have a bite of a burger or, like, you know? <laughs> and then the number is actually quite high, but I think now that I have kids, it's, like, really gone down significantly. So... Who knows? Maybe, what would maybe it, I would. What would it take for you to bite a burger? What was the number? Hundred bucks? I can no more than that. Come on, really? What to really? bite a burger? I mean, you've, you've had burgers before, right? In your life, obviously. Yeah, but I remember I've been vegetarian since I was fifteen. 
Oh, 15, was it? Wow. Yeah. Now I'm uh-huh. 45. I know I don't look it, but. <laughs> oh, jeez, there she goes. You're right, Amy. You don't now? look it. <laughs> you look 62. That's right. <laughs> you, need more, you need some more corpuscles. <laughs> corpuscles. Yeah, yeah, so something in meat, isn't it? No? See, my, my dad would always make jokes about if we have, if my mum would serve us like, you know, some fish dinner or veggie dinner, go, that was all right, but you need more corpuscles. So I thought he meant that there's something corpuscles and meat. It's, I thought I you know. were saying something about core muscles. <laughs> what thought. the fuck? Where, where are you, Charms? What are you talking about? I, I just, Twilight this, Zone. No, corpuscles. Okay, I'm going to look it up. There's something in... in, in well, you should I'm know sure. what it is since you brought it up. Well, I got it. I got it wait, for you, Charles. Oh, yeah? Okay. yeah, it is. It's a, a minute body or cell in an organism, especially a red or white cell in a blood of vertebrates. So your dad's right. You need more Thank corpuscles. You. Thank you. You need more corpuscles, Amy. Mm. Yeah, I just hear I core and I hear pus and I just I don't want to hear it again. It's not yeah. the greatest word. No, it's not a good word. It's my yeah. it's my safe word during sex. <laughs> <laughs> mine's, mine's corpuscles. Mine's pineapple. <laughs> Oh God! It's true. <laughs> I heard pineapple on the couch let's from go, that let's day. Let's go back to Saudi tourism. <laughs> <laughs> I think your safe word should be fewer fewer um, syllables though than pineapple and corpuscle. No, that's how I like it. Make <laughs> <laughs> like really earn it. Words. Gonna earn it. Yeah. Did you say that properly? <laughs> I don't think it's even a word. Corpuscles. I'm not gonna take the, the gag off. Just keep going. <laughs> it's like sexual semantics. That's all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said pineapple. <laughs> you said that as you leaned into your mic, Jimmy. <laughs> we were talking about West Ham. Speaking of meat, ham. Oh, I see what you did there. It's <laughs> <laughs> cool puzzles and ham. Um, what, what is a great season? If they win the conference league, right? And they're still a way off, right? I understand that. Although apparently there's, there's still plans being made for if they make the final, um, what, what it will look like around that stadium, a big, huge fan fest, et cetera. They're getting very excited right now. And so they should. Um, what is a great season? If they survive, they just, just survive, but win a trophy. Is that enough for West Ham fans? I don't think it'll be seen as a great season. It's been pretty painful for the most part. But at the end of the day, they could make it a satisfying season where they've saved themselves. That United result was great. That puts them in a position where they can go after this conference uh, semifinal against Alkmaar. And then the final was, is there only 20,000-seat stadium? West Ham would probably take 60,000. So I don't know the reason behind the small stadium other than they're trying to allow smaller clubs to, you know, have a part of this European experience that aren't 60, 70,000 seat stadiums. I, I, I just don't understand it. But from a revenue point of view, it really is bizarre because that's what they're all about, making money. And why are they playing in the 20,000 seat stadium for the final, if they make it, of course. So they get through AZ. Who do they face potentially in the final? Uh, who's, you know, Fiorentina and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a big tournament. Don't know what yeah, yeah the conference. Yeah, the new conference. It'll be the it'll be the inner city firms fair trophy from back <laughs> in the day. Remember, the, <laughs> this isn't going to last forever. I don't think. No. So the other game is it was Basel, by the way. They beat Fiorentina. Uh, yeah, oh, that's right, Fiorentina. And the second legs go in uh, 
Well, next week, right? Yeah. The 18th. Two, two decent teams, two decent teams, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And Alkmaar are not bad either, considering they're doing it on a, just a fraction of the budget that West Ham have. Yeah, it's a fascinating story. It is. I heard it mentioned somewhere, though, about, about you know, they use this as a context, Amy, but um, like sport, football, you know, we, we put so much on the end of the season, where are the trophies, who won what, right? But really, isn't sport about the journey to get to that point? If we look at it all about the end of the season and, isn't it about enjoying every game each week? And depending on what you are within that league, you're a small club just trying to, you know, muck your way through or whether you're a top team trying to win trophies. Isn't it about the journey, not the destination? <laughs> not, not at the professional level at all. It's all about the hardware. It's all about where you end up. It's all about, you know, making it into Champions League. You're looking at, you know, Man United and are they faltering here? Are they going to make it into Champions League and all the implications there with with salaries and, and the resources that the club will have at its disposal. I think ultimately when you have some perspective, you have some hindsight, sure. It's about the journey because that's something that you, you can, that's transferable, right? That, that mentality, that feeling, um, the unity in the locker room, all of that I think is akin to the journey, not just to the hardware or to the result. So that's something that you can, you can actually carry with you as momentum into the next season, regardless of, of who the manager is, but, and the fans feel that as well, but it's, you know, it's, it's about the, the bottom line. It's about the money. It's about the results, unfortunately, but it mm-hmm. is right. It is. I mean, I think individually, I think as professionals, Amy, I think we could look back at the journey and you, and you think of all the downs that were really down and the ups that were super high, but overall you kind of balance them out at the end of your career and you kind of mm-hmm. look at a, at a different sort of, level that you do then you at those particular moments like the nine nil at united or the gold cup victory or you know winning the gold cup and they're getting to be seven nothing or seven one at united the next game like these are all roller coaster rides that you kind of balance it all out when you think about the journey at the end but people want trophies they want also premier league status um keeping premier league status is a is a massive thing for most clubs Mm-hmm. Yeah. And moments in time, you know, when you're when you're looking back, things that that resonate, things that that are meaningful to fans mm-hmm. and to the community, um, are often associated with results and with hardware. Yeah. Um, and you don't that that feeling can be fleeting. You know, it might it might be uh, something that's special to the people who are involved, but then when that's gone, all you have to look back at are are the moments in time, and usually marked by by wins, by success, mm-hmm. by hardware. Jimmy, you were laughing there initially. Um, when you're lying on your deathbed you know, <laughs> in a couple of years' time and you're looking back on, on the journey, <laughs> you're looking back on the journey that was Jimmy Brennan's life, you know, where, where will the, the podcast years sit? Wouldn't, fuck, I wouldn't even think about it, buddy. <laughs> wouldn't even think about this. I think, what am I doing on this podcast? What has happened? Will they be called the lost years? They one hundred percent. That goes right to the back of the mind. You don't even think about yeah. it. I'm thinking about the good times. Jimmy's book will be like, where did it all go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> well, it started with a, an appearance in a show called Footy Prime when Danny yeah. Dickey was away on one that, week on that long winding road that went to nowhere. The road that was some is long. <laughs> no, but going back to what you're saying, I think, I mean, first and foremost, once you once you're in that professional level, it's it is about winning. You want to win as much as you can, but 
I think some some clubs are are realistic. Those teams that are sitting in the middle of the Premier League every single year, they know they're not going to win trophies, but they're just happy to to stay in a Premier League. And I guess really that's the fans and the club, that's their trophy in its own right. It's just survival really, isn't it? Even though it's not silverware, but I mean, that that's their goal. So maybe the goals are the trophies at the beginning of the season. I'll let to Harry are. Kane then. He's going to finish his career with nothing. But if I was him, I'd, look to, I'd look to move. I mean, there's talks that he's going to go to Man United. Man United is a little bit scared right now because they think he's going to sign a new contract and stay in Tottenham. But if I'm him, I'm getting out of there and I'm going to win some trophies. So that, like, that's the only thing it. that you really have at the end, end of your career is your silverware. You just walked yourself into a circle there. You contradicted yourself. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Eriksen has died, come back to life. Changed three clubs and had a trophy before Harry Kane. So, <laughs> if you're Harry Kane, though, I mean, what do you, if, if you're Harry Kane, do you do you just play out next season at Spurs, and then you're a free agent, right? And then you get all these options for you. Right now, this summer, if he's worth Daniel Levy, you expect to get 100 million for a 29 year old, right? And That's he right, may year well left be on worth his contract. What's that? Was he got a year left on his contract? Yeah, a year left. Yes, yeah. so 100 Harry million. Kane. Well, listen, if United are prepared to pay $100 million for Harry Kane, right, at 29 years of age this summer, okay, fair enough. But if you wait another year, he can go wherever he wants because there's no transfer fee attached to it, right? He can make more money probably as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, is, is, he, is he better off just playing out another year at Spurs unless you use that as leverage to leave it to get a deal done to where you want to go? Saying, listen, I'm not going to re-sign with Spurs regardless. Either you sell me this summer where I want to go or I'm leaving for free next summer. I mean, all the eggs are in yeah. Harry Kane's car right now, aren't they? Yeah, they yes. are. But I think at the same time, and you both of you two will know this, you got a year left on your contract. I'd be thinking to myself, I want to get a club now and I want a, a long-term contract. I'm 29, 30 years old. What if I play next season? I, I blow my knee. I'm done. What am I getting after that? So for me, I'd be going, no, I need to get something done now going into the summer so that I'm secured for the next number of years. Or he bets on himself and he plays out next season and he walks on a free. Yeah. It's a big risk, but from an injury standpoint, but he's from a financial standpoint, he would be in a big win position. Well, it'd be like, what's his name from, uh, it went from Arsenal to, to Man U and was picking up a boatload of money, went on a free. Well, who was it? Remember Strikers? Van Persie? No. Berbatov, Van Persie. Oh, Arsenal, sorry, Arsenal to uh, – oh, Sanchez? Sanchez. Oh, yeah, he? That's he, was, right. he was making stupid money, yeah, crazy money because he wanted a free. Mm-hmm. And he didn't particularly perform no. at that level either. And he was there what, years just picking yeah. up, what, 350 grand a week, 400 grand a week? Mm-hmm. Remember our last year at Sportsnet, Craig, you know, and we just – one year left. Once waiting for that phone to ring. Yeah, and it was Wonger. <laughs> hey, hey, Wonger, hey, do you mind just calling you, back? I'm waiting for another phone call. You guys done? You guys done yet? You retired? Fired? What did you want to call it? This is- never too high, never too low. No. Maybe they, maybe they wait until the end of the season to, 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 to call us. <laughs> Resign us. Wonger saw the writing on the wall. Oh, yeah. Well, these guys had already told me. 
We're like a dead squirrel lying on the road. And how long did you guys know? Yeah, how long did you know? It was like like six months, eight months, right? That you knew oh, we before? Know, we knew that over a year, right? Because I mean, Oh, a year? They, they lost the Premier League rights. Wasn't it a year? Maybe a year. I don't know if it was yeah. a year because I don't think they announced it that early. It was probably Maybe about not. nine months that you knew you were walking dead every day going so, into that studio. Well, you walk into a yeah. sports and there's like a, a procession, a line of people, guys said, bad man walking, bad <laughs> man walking. Yeah, every, everybody in the industry thinks they're going to get fired in the next 12 months or less. Yeah, and that continues. Well, it was today. like that. Even when we were doing the World Cup, it was like that. When we, the three of us were all bouncing around in there, and it was like a morgue. Yeah, because they're all wondering when they're going to get sacked. It's it's yeah. really terrible. TV man, it's a weird place right now. It's it a, is it's a weird place. Yeah, much better off getting a podcast started. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, exactly. you know, I wanted it to get pay to- shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get to this, Amy, because uh, you, you kind of started this on on Twitter this past week. I think with the supporters group, the the Brennan Gruffness quotient BG yeah. BGQ. Mm-hmm. Can you can you explain it and where sure. we're at today? Because I'm, I'm I'm sensing some gruffness in Jimmy's voice. Mm-hmm. I think that is probably more to do with what he did last night and the amount of hours he got of sleep. Pineapple. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Apple. <laughs> no, I was expecting to hear it more in the broadcast on Tuesday when, when TFC plays CF Montreal. I could actually hear maybe tangibly the teeth gritting um, and him speaking through that. But usually his voice does a thing where it gets progressively more gruff. So this Brennan gruffness quotient um, goes up inversely proportional to his team doing poorly. <laughs> gotcha. So okay. TFC doing poorly, losing to CF Montreal, you you can usually hear the gruffness increase as they do badly. So I muted the microphone an awful lot. Mm. So we compare the the midweek quotient compared to when Forrest won last time. That quotient very different. Can can I can I just um, ask you a question? Is that well, a British? Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to call me out on that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a, I think it's a British thing. That isn't, yeah. a, that isn't a sinky, sinky fuck up. It's actually a thing. Is it like aluminum foil? Aluminum. Aluminum, yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, you know, in Scotland, <laughs> I think they say restaurant is restaurant. That's, That's just if the one. food's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> tough to argue that one. <laughs> I got food poisoning from that restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was a that was not a restaurant. That was a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. Yeah. So, has anyone else noticed that the gruffness? Well, we'll find out when we get to the footy picks, I guess, right? Because mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk some TFC there as well, um, as as well as well. Listen, Forest playing Chelsea this weekend in a huge game at Stamford Bridge. So, shall we just jump to uh, footy picks now? I mean, there's so much to get to. It's going to fill out the next probably 25 minutes, right? Yeah. Bring All it right, on. I well, put up some go in the private chat. If you guys can't see it, I put up some of the top matches that I think, first of all, Jimmy might be really interested in and uh, the rest of you guys too. Liverpool for Amy and Charms and West Ham for Craig. Okay, well, let's just play Danny Dicchio first and then we'll get to it. ready? Yes, sir. DJ Mellow D. It's for T-Pigs. It's for T-Pigs. It's for T-Pigs. It's for T-Pigs. 
way it should be a TV show. It should be a TV show. We got to cut that part out. And all of also, us dancing. Also, I just, Perfect. I just as an aside, I sent something along in, in the dark web. I need confirmation because this goalkeeper in the highlights of the Saturday matches in the Prem looks kind of like Craig Forrest, maybe when he was out on loan to Chelsea. Is that Craig there? Is it? When did you send it? I, well, I texted to you earlier and you did not respond. So now I'm sending it onto the dark web <laughs> where no one ever responds to me anyway. So was that f- the first save than the goal, right? <laughs> well, you respond to yourself as, as much better entertainment. Yeah. That look, I like that is Craig Forrest. <laughs> now, it, I don't know. Did he dress up the first save? And yes. Then... Oh, that'll be me then. <laughs> you see it, Craig? Have you got it there? Forrest, why aren't you No, looking? no, I haven't got it out open now. Because he's on his, uh, he's using his phone to actually yeah. do the podcast today. He's why are you wearing your track pants? Who? You? Sure. Why don't you wear shorts? Play, dude. Why don't you wear shorts? Any, I've got no pants on. Okay, look. Sure. Is that you? Yeah. That is him. I thought it was. It says his name. Oh no, that's Forrest. No, the other Forrest. Either. Forrest against yeah. Chelsea. You I watched again, the rewatch, and I thought, I think that's our Craig Forrest. It is. Yeah, and it was. It is. Yeah, have a look. look. Residuals, Craiger. You need residuals. That's totally Craig. It's like a cross come shot near post. You came out and did something with it, and then it (laughs) went back in, and then they they scored. And you're furious there. (laughs) Who is it against? I think Nottingham Forest. Forest. Okay, that would have been yeah, probably ninety two, ninety three. Holy shit! No, no, no. It's the Chelsea (laughs) when you were with Chelsea, though. I think wasn't it? Oh, we didn't play against Forest. Oh, didn't you? No. no, so it wasn't you. No. I'll have a look just, later. Just edit all this out. No, yeah, that's good. That's good content. Amy found a video that she thought was Craig for us. We spent five minutes talking about Craig in that play. Turns out it wasn't Craig. It's not Dimitri. It like it's not though. Dimitri Kareen, is it? Oh yeah, he had the same wig as you, didn't he? Yeah. Well, we were on the same team at Chelsea at the same time. I mean, he was injured at the time, but yeah, yeah. Dimitri had... Kareen, I can't remember that. I don't you remember had a looky likey. He he permed his hair, and you fucking oh. permed yours too. Never. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Oh, you had those Never. beautiful little curls. Yes, you. Oh, did. I had lots of curl. I was like curly. So you had a doppelkrieger at Chelsea then. <laughs> <laughs> doppelkrieger. Right? You and Dimitri, beautiful yeah. hair, Dimitri. No, it what was do you great use? Hair. Yeah, and he was. Uh, he wore the pants a lot too, so it even we looked even more like. Yeah, you like wearing the track pants, right? Was it, why was that? I don't know. Just a, a comfort level? Yeah. Protection. Yeah. 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 Forest felt like we were getting out of bed and going into goal. Did you wear shorts it's, underneath the, the, the track pants or just? No. No? Did you do the Pickford, like the, the briefs? Tuck. Like, can somebody talk to him about switching the boxers? Like he, he must wear like those tidy whities are like cutting into his ass cheeks and they're highly visible underneath his shorts. I, I think he's got a G string. He's got a G string. Would you expect? Oh. Would you want to wear a thong? I think he's so got a thong. Or or he's, he's like, I mean, there's so many other options now. Where it's not you know like the highlights from when Gregor played. Like <laughs> underwear have made strides and advancements yeah. here. Like they've modernized. Well, Nick yeah. Nick Dasovich used to just wear a jock strap. Mm. Well, he, he had a massive oh, hammer. Yeah, just a, oh it's a jock strap. He used to take the he take the cup out, <laughs> put a sausage in it, ah, and the jock strap. No, he didn't. 
And the ass, the ass would be hanging out because you know you just got the two straps to just hug your ass. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Have you ever seen a player do that before? Yeah. Or since him, just just but Dazzo. The, but the just other him. guys in 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 football or like soccer, you don't wear jocks, right? No, no. But he, he would take the cup out so that oh. just, it's kind of fun having it wearing a jock, like playing with a jock strap only. But what? It's just like a little pouch. Yeah, you yeah. Put, yeah. basically put the hammer just in, the, in the pouch, and, and you got straps you go. your ass. Hey, you got your, your meat and two your, veg in there, <laughs> <laughs> or one it's veg. Quite liberating. It's quite liberating. Just what, what, yeah, yours would look weird, Craig. It would. Yeah, <laughs> one I don't ball know if I'd go sack, with potatoes way or, lower or salad. <laughs> You I can just think... make save to the left. <laughs> yeah, he leans to the left. Everyone takes their penalties to his right. <laughs> We're up against Forrest. Which side? <laughs> what was the go-to underwear you'd wear back in those days? I mean, was it just regular briefs? Or when, when did the boxer short come in? The tight boxer short? Oh, it's like uh, a cycling short, really. Cycling short, really. Yeah, yeah tight. Yeah. And yeah. Gives you a good feeling <laughs> of... Forrest, you just sounded like a... Like a retired seven-year-old woman, you're like, that's a cycling short. <laughs> <laughs> Who calls it that? <laughs> Isn't that what they're called? I mean, we, we used to call them shorts, cycling shorts. I just used to wear sliders. Sliders? Then they, well, they like, split flops. Like, like, they? <laughs> like spandex. Like, no, like, yeah. like, like boxers, but kind of tighter like so that when you slide tackle your amy don't lie you you wore jock straps like dasovich god what are you saying i'm just saying you were that's even more the you know the straps to hold up his socks as well with it (laughs) (laughs) those called in garters yeah the garters yeah yeah, the garter garter belt (laughs) footy picks has taken a new new, uh realm here right it's like footy picking the freaking straps out of your ass when you wear a jock strap under your shorts but there's nothing worse though is that you know the reach back and picking the underwear out of your ass like it's not they're called, fun. They're, they're called wedgies here right in canada yep that's right? true they're called pantsies in, in or do England. you call them weggies no pantsies <laughs> quote quote pants i used to do that when the fans is behind me i used to have a good old pickup and pull pull the thing right out of my hoop well that's it with the goalkeeper gloves you almost had to get somebody else to do it for you like you sometimes see the players doing up the laces for the goalies <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> they gotta pull out the wedgie hey brennan pull yeah. out my wedgie <laughs> right, let me just get over there give me a second i'm smoking a cigarette down here pull out my wedgie <laughs> You'd be surprised with the gloves on. You can get a hold of a lot of stuff there. Oh boy! Pull everything out. Who was it? Who was it? Didn't you? Didn't you grab some guy's um, package? Oh, did didn't I you? ever? Yeah. Who was that again? I was on the ground, big melee in front of me. I couldn't get up. There was like players piling into the net, and uh, even I know uh, this story against Lester. Yeah, and then I reached up and I just the guy was right above me, cleaned me out. I'm on the ground. I just reach up and I got the glove on and I grabbed a hold of his lunch kit. And it was like, I had everything in my glove. It was perfect. <laughs> and I squeezed it. and He went fucking mad. It was like a bowl. And like, you know, when you get those rodeo guys and they tighten those belts oh, around yeah. those balls. And then he just, that's what he was like. And he went nuts. He got sent off. The referee didn't see Literally. me do anything. Well done, Craig. It wasn't You're like Thanos. Um, oh my goodness. Big Irish guy. I wouldn't want to fight him, to be honest. 
<laughs> oh, you, so you thought you'd just grab his package instead? <laughs> well, you know, you're on the ground. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Let's see what you're working with, big fella. Yeah. Had a hold of his yeah. Irish spuds. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the spuds, yeah, exactly. What's oh, the equivalent, just- Amy, in the women's game? Like, you know, like there's certain lines you shouldn't cross, right? And that's probably one of them, but it happens. Mm-hmm. Is it equivalent in the women's game? You can't grab a package. What can you grab? No, well, we've talked a about tit. like the, yeah. We talked about the ponytail or like the hair mm-hmm. tug. I can't do that. Um, but yeah, well, like, like a kick or a knee up. or like a, like a grab in the, in the vag. <laughs> <laughs> the, old, the old bowling ball grab. Yeah. Or like a, oh. like a punch. Or, Leave the yeah, vag when alone. We talk about That's... the boob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you don't want to be touching that. There's vag punches. In or like soccer. pinches. A vag pinch. Ooh, that would be a good one. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I, I, like I've a, been I've been that, pinched in the. In that the would be like region. a ball flick, wouldn't it? Oh, that yeah. Hurts. yeah. I used to do that sometimes. Fucking just walk hurt, by on a, on a set player uh, corner and just give him a little little flick in the nut. Fucking uh, hurts. Yeah. It's like a so like a labia grab. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh my god. Majora? Or like a labia grab. Like Majora or menorah? <laughs> Pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> Women's but, ratings I mean, listen, might go you're, up. You're, you're trying to you're trying to lose a marker in, in you know on a corner kick or you're defending. You're you're doing everything that you can to distract the person to get in their head to to to, to stop them from where they're going. Sometimes you just, you just grab a handful of whatever and it just happens to be the good stuff. <laughs> Vinnie Jones, he uh, he pulled out. A, a, it wasn't even a, a VHS. He did a video Vinnie Jones back in the late '80s, I guess, wasn't it, Craig? Uh, he got yeah, that video out yeah. about the dark arts in football and how you can cheat at football, and, and he got a big fine for it. He may have got a ban for it. I'm not sure. Yeah, and he it was did. All about how you things like you know you're you're helping the guy up from the ground, but you're actually grabbing his armpit hair. Mm. Yeah, you know yeah. you're you're walking past, you give him the flick. All, all these these things that Vinnie Jones was a, yeah. a, a talented purveyor of. It's like playing against a Central American team, really. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. All that shit. Oh yeah, they love the one they stand, get in the wall, and they pinch your arm, and then the player would just raise his arm like, ah, like what are you doing? And then they would make a reaction like they got hit in the face, and the guy would hit the deck. Oh, and you're like, what you, what's going on here? And next, go, oh, the red oh. car's coming out for you. Yeah, we saw that. That was in one of the Concacaf Canada games. Well, they were. It was I think Honduras or El Salvador that someone yeah. did that recently. That's a good mm-hmm. one though. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Gum. My favorite was you you help somebody up off the ground, but you're like, you motherfucker, next time the ball comes into you, I'm going to fucking kill you. But you say with a smile on your face. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I remember Chicharito, he's playing in uh, MLS a few years ago. He made out, there was guys who were helping him up, and I, they were trying to little give him pinches here oh, and there. Yeah. But he was <laughs> he reacting like he was, get, he was getting bit by a swarm of bees. He was like, ah. That was last, last year. That was Michael yeah. Bradley, wasn't it? It was TFC. Yeah, it was and TFC. Larea. Because right. there were two TFC guys around him, so we like oh, really. Yeah. And it was like yeah. a swarm of bees. Pathetic. Yeah, it was yeah. pathetic. Oh, Josh at the wall. But it's part of the game in those regions. Should expect it. Yeah. All right. Three picks. Remember, we play the D show thing. We all do little dance and stuff. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's about ten minutes ago now. We got distracted. <laughs> uh, Montreal TFC. Hmm. You know, if only we had something to look back on to kind of gauge what might happen here. That's right. Um, oh yeah, Tuesday. That's right. I did. TFC. I did give it. Sorry, Charms. I did give it a good title in our in our Twitter yesterday. I called it the Bedlam at BMO. That's, that's what I good. 
That's yeah, pretty, that was the headline. Although yeah. it's more off the field, though, wasn't it? Bedlam. It wasn't. I know, but Bedlam field. is is like chaos. So it's that yeah. you know, kind of covers the whole mm-hmm. uh, experience from Jimmy's gruffness as his voice got you know more gruffer, gruffier, mm-hmm. gruffier like to Jimmy's to gruffness. The fight. It makes me think of a where the wild things are character. Mm. What they call like the gruffalos? Yeah, that's not a <laughs> show I watch. Well, gruffalo is he an actor? Mark Next Ruffalo, year. yes. Yeah, that's true. Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, the incredible bulk. <laughs> I like the name, though, because I think that MLS insists on calling it the Canadian Classic, Q-U-E. Mm. And then mm-hmm. um, I think, Jimmy, you pointed out, and, and uh, Charms, you agree, and I think I agree as well, that like being five or six hours away down the 401, like it can't really truly be a derby, right? But we need to come up with a better name for this clash because the, the names suck. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe some anglophone, francophone frogs slurs. versus tetcades. Yeah, that kind of thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, our derbies are always going to be longer. So the, our country's mm-hmm. massive. So I think uh, <laughs> the derby, would, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like Ipswich and Norwich is, is that considered a derby in England? Is it a rivalry? Is it a derby? Yes. Right. And how how long is how far between parks? No, not far. It's a tough road, oh. drive up there, but windy road. But got to go through discs and small towns like that. Another what, town like, called I. Forty-five minutes between like them. I? About that, yeah, or more maybe. than that. Yeah, yeah. forty-five. Yeah, it's not, it's not a much smaller country, far. right? Yeah, it's only yeah. 30, 40 miles away. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, but let's put that- it to the uh, the faithful. Like, give us a, a better a better name to classify that the Montreal TFC rivalry. Just to add some Quebec context as well to the 401 Derby, why Quebecers don't like it is because it's not called the 401 in Quebec. Oh, well, right. it should be. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you just you just proved my point right there. Like, well, it should be. I'm yeah, that's why I don't know why I don't know why you have to change it. What is it called? Cat <laughs> zero It's not the uh, no. Cat zero un. We said trans Canadian. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I prefer 401. It's much better. Yeah. That's why people That's why people from outside of Toronto don't like Torontonians. <coughs> that's right. So you you guys call it the Trans what? Trans Canada Highway? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Well, I call it the 401, but I'm, well, I'm the exception then. to the well, rule. No, no. I am there. an Anglophone <laughs> who is a seventh generation Canadian who happens to live in Quebec. I am not a good example. <laughs> it's the 401. Okay, Christ, Jimmy, like... Well, it is still the Quebec border. You're not adding any context to your argument. You're just like, it's the fucking 401. <laughs> right, and that's why it's called the 401 I mean, Okay, but, like, give, give me another reason why it should be called that when the majority of people here don't refer to it as such. Well, because the Trans-Canada Highway goes across the country. Okay. And they break it down to the 400 series, correct? So that everybody knows what road you're on and where you're on. Okay. Whether I'm on the 404, the 400, the 401, the 407. 403, Jimmy. Cool. The, 403, the 403, the 410. The 401 goes into Quebec. Keep going. Keep going. 416. Roughness, 417. Roughness <laughs> 15, Jimmy. is slowly creeping <laughs> up. I'm right? Still, 412. Did we note it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the 412 is a beautiful This footy is right on, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Go <laughs> cool. Let TFC and uh, CF Montreal pundits go for it. Well, let's, let's, first... I'll give you the odds, shall I, first of all, okay? Yeah. Uh, um, 
Montreal are obviously the favorites in this one. So they're plus 116 favorites. Toronto is plus 215 dogs, as they say. Um, if you want to get any deeper than that, I'm happy to give you some more odds. But uh, what do you think? Okay, Amy, let's start with you, right? Well, listen, mm-hmm. TFC is crippled with injuries as well. All yeah. the bullshit aside, they have got a lot of injuries. More as well. Los Coelho. On, on the there was no one at, at uh, there was no one at training yesterday. Eh? There no, was the fu- like it was a whole list of everybody hurt, and it was like eleven people, twelve people yeah. or something. Like how that. can you have that many players injured? Yeah, how can you have that many players injured? It's it's crazy. Something's not right. Mm-hmm. Well, Michael Bradley's gone to London <sighs> for a procedure on his. For a procedure on it. Oh, shut Is up. that breakfast? <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's not, not a biggie. It's not a biggie. It is with I my a, relatives. I made, a, I made a friend last night. Breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. Oh. Shams, breakfast. Get <laughs> the fuck up here. I don't think they call me Shams, strangely enough. <laughs> awesome. um, where were we? What were we talking about? Talking about oh, injuries. Injuries. Yeah, yeah. London Michael Bradley's gone to London for a procedure on his, on his, is it his foot or his lower leg? His hamstring. His hamstring. <laughs> his hamstring. <laughs> <Upper leg. laughs> I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the pain that they, they it was misdiagnosed or something. Got the wrong I, side of the leg. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, there's there's clearly some some question marks around uh, around that, isn't there? Because Bob, uh, Bob Bradley said that he's never seen anything like it in his entire coaching career. So many injuries. Mm-hmm. And especially from a guy um, like Michael Bradley, who's been highly highly durable, right, yeah. in his time at the club. But they're they're missing somebody in the middle of the park. <clears throat> Because Mark Anthony Kay isn't that guy. Osorio being out with that, I think he has the MCL issue, that knee issue. Um, they're, they're missing somebody to really rally everybody from a mentality, from a commitment standpoint, but also mm-hmm. from uh, a play, driving the play. Because they're right now their attack, when they're running with Insigne on, a, on the left and Bernadeschi on the right, they're very predictable. Or at least I thought they were against, against Montreal. There's, there's no real option through the middle of the park. Yeah. Um, and and I actually just to go back to kind of what's af- affecting them now with, with the injuries and the rash of injuries that they're facing with that roster being so depleted, it, it's sort of mirroring the form and the conditions that CF Montreal was going through at the beginning of the year. They've kind of flip flopped, right? The the script mm-hmm. has has really flipped. Um, but mm-hmm. to me, will there be any bounce back? Will there be a pushback from them um, at Stad Saputo tomorrow? I, I don't know. I really don't. Looking at that team and. And the way that they they left the field and then, and all of the you know the the conditions that surrounded that with uh, the issues in the stands but also on the pitch with with K involved there as well and you guys talked about that I don't think there's any room for that but what's going on in that locker room who is going to be the person that's looked to 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 really turn the tide in terms of the effort and commitment on the pitch because mm-hmm. that has not been there. Two yeah, one Montreal. Two one Montreal. Well, listen, when you can get plus money for the home side. In yeah. this case, like, like you have, I, I think it's uh, it's just common sense, right? I, I don't see TFC getting much out of this from what I've seen. I really don't. I mean, Montreal, is it five straight wins, Amy, as well? Just they've really In found themselves. all competitions, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, they look and clean sheets for fun right now as well. They've they've tightened up at the back. I think Joel Waterman's out through cards this weekend, yeah. though. He's out on an accumulation of yellows, but they have Campbell, who started there. They had Camacho, who slid up into that number six role, that one Yama usually um, assumes and they had the luxury of leaving Duke and Wanyama back home. They didn't even have to bring them and they still got the result. Mm-hmm. So does Camacho slide back into the, the middle of that back three and Campbell moves outside him? Corbo actually has done very, very well. 
um, a guy who wasn't with the team at the beginning, he was over at Bologna, he comes over with all these injuries. And he's a guy that can really provide that long diagonal switch of play. Like he's got a great boot on him. Um, so I think he stays on the right. And do they slide Camacho out to fill that sort of left-footed position that Waterman's been filling in? Or do they bring in a guy like the Icelandic Robert Thorkelson? But he hasn't really had a run out lately. But more guys from Montreal coming off the, the injury list. So a lot more depth. And they have Matt Komiljevic, who's back. But then all of a sudden, he was kind of like your penciled in number 10 at the beginning of the year. Duke has looked really great. Rea is making strides. Like, where does Miljevic fit in? It just shows patience, right? And how if you just yeah. stick with a guy. I mean, Lasada was being hammered earlier in the season, you know, by a lot of fans saying it's the wrong hire. Fire him, bring someone else aboard. You know, after having such a huge changeover in the roster over the last off season, mm-hmm. and now a bit of patience, get the players back, and boom, there you have it. A team that's won five straight games is climbing the standings. And his favorite mm-hmm. against TFC, which I think preseason might have surprised a lot of people. Yep, and you've got Kyoto back. You you finally got yeah. a guy. You know he's 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 their talisman. He's gonna he's gonna put the ball in the back of the net. You get a little bit of of um, you know recognizable scoring threat up at the front, and I think that goes a long way to to giving everybody um, some confidence when they get into that final third yeah. as well. I like Kyoto. Yeah, he's great. But you, you look at these goals, like they've been winning on, on two nil score lines, even though they beat TFC 2-1 in the Canadian Championship. Like all of their goals, I think especially that goal that they go quick in the counterattack, um, the one where the, the, the ref mm. uh, plays the advantage and I think it's Brogiard who gets the goal. Like that to me is like a microcosm of what you heard Lasada talk about early on uh, when he was hired about, you know, this maximum overdrive, the type of style that they were going to play, and it took a long time to see it. But you get the buy-in from the veterans, you get some of these guys coming back that are tried and true into the lineup, and um, that is sort of bled into the team. So they, they there's the self-belief in the guys who are out on the pitch, but I think it's also the belief in that staff. And also guys like Eddie Sabrango, who's an ex-player, is highly respected, a guy like Laurent Simon. Um, mm-hmm. so now I think that everybody is on board and, and, uh, it's really humming along now in Montreal. That counterattack goal you're talking about, Amy, was, it was devastating. I mean, it would, they absolutely just got on their bike when they decided to counterattack with lethal, um, result it was very, very good. To the west of the country, Portland up against Vancouver in Portland. Portland uh, favorites in that one. Both pre, I think there's just two points between them in the sta- in the standings. Mm-hmm. Vancouver playing uh, obviously much better football as well. Uh, Craig, it, mm-hmm. it, do you think Vancouver has it? What it takes to get a road win in that game? They have what it takes to get a draw. Oh, they certainly can. I mean, they've been pretty good. I mean, they, they lost their first couple games, Vancouver, and then after that, they've been on an eight or nine game unbeaten streak. So they have also turned it around. Really yep. well, and I didn't Three see it coming because I was. Draws, I think Krieger. Yeah, yeah. So they've turned it around as well. So they've got some confidence about them. Um, and Portland is certainly there uh, to be taken, but they've got a good fan base there. It's a tough place to go, Portland. It's a great yeah. atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the players will have to be on it and uh, disciplined if they're going to get anything there. But they've proven they certainly can on the road um, and get points or get something from the game. I don't. I think I would take a draw there. Jimmy, uh, CPL got Forge Vancouver, Cavalry Wanderers, Valor Pacific. Anything jump out to you that you want to sprinkle a little coin on? Yeah, I'm going to put uh, some money on Valor beating Forge. But the At Forge. Are you calling that, that game? 
Clones of Wonga here. No. That was Pain Pacific. Uh, oh, that's Actually, the wrong yes, I am. one. I am calling that game. That's the wrong one. <laughs> so, so Jimmy, Wonga, that's the wrong the one. list you gave us here is wrong, is what you're saying. Yeah, I put Forge Valor and it's Forge Vancouver. So, Jimmy, no, guess I'm... again. Sorry, pal. No, it's Forge Valor. It's Forge Valor. Yeah, you, have, you put Forge Vancouver. Valor. So, my CPL, my CPL game. <laughs> this, there's eight teams, Wonga. <laughs> Forge Vancouver, it says. No, Vancouver. That was, Are you looking at Canadian Championships? Canadian Championship. Yeah. Oh no! I'm looking at, I'm looking at the prem. It says this Friday, Forge Vancouver. That's what it says. Wanderers York United, Valor Pacific, Calvary Atletico. Hmm. I was what? So what are you at, Jimmy? What the hell are you doing? It'd be good to know Jimmy got the right game when he's calling. Right. <laughs> Listen, he's done all his prep work. I'm telling game. you now. This is the <laughs> this is the games tomorrow. Oh, that you know what? You're right. You're right. Calgary and Halifax. I'm looking at the wrong. Athletic Ottawa. And on Sunday, it's not rocket science. On Sunday is Pacific and York. (laughs) Okay, thank you. So my CPL pick is going to be Forge. Our Valor beating Forge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good Valor in that. My MLS team. My MLS game is going to be Vancouver beating Portland. Ooh, good. And my Prem game is going to be Forest. Beating Chelsea or getting a draw. Those what are my if Vela did play Pacific, then what? What's that? If Vela was playing Pacific, then what? Is Always same, bet on James Merriman. Always universe? go with Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, let's let's go with the Chelsea Forest. That is an interesting <laughs> one. So Chelsea at home in that one. All right, okay, Chelsea... I got that, Amy. Oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't even hear it. Sorry, Amy. What, what was that? I said you always put your money on James Merriman. <laughs> she got so excited saying his name there. Oh, know. he's so handsome. He's so handsome. He's, a, he's he a handsome little devil. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, Chelsea Forest. Chelsea at home. Their first win of the Lampard last week. Um, playing for nothing at this point. Forest is desperate, right? They're they're hosting Arsenal next week, and then they close out the season on the road against Crystal Palace. Forest three points in the safe zone right now, but with the worst away record. In the whole league, so Jimmy, what, explain your pick there. I just think they 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 had a good result last week, and they know what's at stake. And playing Chelsea, a little bit wounded, and I think if they know if they can get a result here, then that's them. Then they're safe. So everything's riding on this Arsenal. I don't know. That's going to be a tough one at home, and then you don't want to wait to the last game of the season against Palace trying to pick something up. So. I think they'll be going all out trying to get three points in this match. I think is it's it as close to being a, a must win without actually being a must win that you can get. Oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> it is because they'll be looking at that Arsenal game as well, thinking, "I don't think we're going to get out of anything out of this one." And let's not wait to the last game of the season. So let's throw everything at this one. Well, Leeds, right? Sorry, Leicester, right now is is in the drop zone. They're playing Liverpool, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who have won six straight games. So, so you know, let's, let's say that they're going to probably lose that match. Yeah. Massive. Leicester are interesting, aren't they? Because they seem like a really beaten side. They're like lambs of the slaughter at the moment. And they, yeah. the last match out, they, they, you know, they were even talking about, there just wasn't enough effort, you know, which is surprising. At least put it in. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, well, Leeds, also they are playing Newcastle, right? So it is, you're right. For Forrest, this is just, it's make or break. I mean, I'm, I was listening to a few of the pundits back in the UK, and there's a few of them are actually saying that the way the bottom of the table is right now, that's where they think it's going to stay at the end of the season. 
It could. Yeah. Yep. It could. Absolutely. And just on these points. Yeah. I mean, Forrest might not need any more points. Yeah. Yeah, but Leeds have Big Sam. They also got three <laughs> big games left. But they got Newcastle, West Ham, and somebody, right? Happy Allardyce. Yeah, Spurs, last game of the season. Mm. Yeah. That's not a bad result in this first game, though. 2 1 at, at City, losing 2 to 1 is, is a, that's a win, isn't it? Mind you, Holland. Now minus when you need the goal. points. No, when you need the points, yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, but, he's in there for only four games, but like the the bounce that you're going to get from him being in, like, do you think it wears off after this game against Newcastle? So if they don't get the result, do you think it just all goes south real quick? Yeah, there's no bounce. There's always such weird results, though, this time of year. You look at every season, go back to last season, Mm -hmm. the last three or four weeks of the campaign. It's just weird results, right? Because there's some teams are Mm -hmm. in flip-flops, don't care. Others take that as being they're so relaxed, they just don't really care, but that actually makes them play really well. Mm -hmm. It's a tough one. By the way, Holland won the uh, Football Writers Award for Player of the Year, a record voting as well. Fair enough. Overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah, can't really argue. Sam Kerr, by the way, of Chelsea, got the Women's uh, Player of the Year by the Football Writers, which is one of the more prestigious awards. Because, you know, media people know everything about sports. Hmm. Women's FA Cup final on Sunday, by the way. Manuel against Chelsea. Mm -hmm. Be a big one. Um, do you yeah, know how, how, I mean, presumably ticket sales have gone through the, the roof. I haven't seen a story on it though. Usually, you know, it seems now that whenever a women's game has great crowds, it's a big story. I wonder when that stops being a big story and just assumed. That's what you want, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to be a talking point anymore. You just want yeah. it to be kind of. They're getting there though, Amy. They're, they're will getting get there. there. Yeah. They will get yeah, there. They're, they're, they're making massive strides in a very short period of time, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when the Euros was in, in England, what, 13 years ago the f- before? And then they had the Euros there what, last year, the year before. The difference, they were playing in non-league grounds, international women's football in non-league grounds 13 years ago. Now they're, they're playing in big stadiums, selling out Wembley and things like this. I mean, massive, massive. Yeah. It's really good. They're, and the quality of the game is it's, good. It's incredible how fast it's, it's improving as well. Like just everything, the fan base, the quality, everything's just, it's phenomenal. It's great mm-hmm. to see. It just it, there's a few continents that are just not. They're so far behind, it, and it culturally, the the women men thing, you know, women shouldn't be playing football, sort of things that still exists in many parts of the world, and it's holding women back, as we know. But in other parts of the world, it's 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 gaining massive strides. It's great yeah. to see. Yeah, uh, t- sorry, um, Charms. Just to that, uh, Craiger. I think I also saw a comparison from the Wolfsburg Arsenal. Champions League semifinal, like there was one that was also played, you know, like a decade plus prior. So they showed the comparison and you're like them selling out the Emirates last week versus, you know, a couple of thousand on hand, I think 13 years or 14 years prior. But then also about globalization, I think you look at the bids for the next Women's World Cup. So you've got Europe and you've got Mexico and the US. So do you go with kind of where the money is, where the interest is, and drive it there, especially since they're talking about TV rights and broadcast rights and trying to unbundle that from the men's game and trying to drive the price up? Or do you shift to more of a, a global approach and you look at giving it to, to South Africa or you look at giving it to, to other countries where maybe 
you know, you're, you're behind in terms of, of how women's football is seen. And maybe there's a human rights track record as well. Then, and you try to change Mm -hmm. minds, but then you're, it's, you know, maybe one step forward and two steps back because your, your reach is further, but your impact is maybe less. Yeah. I would keep it in Europe or North America if it was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as much as it's growing, it's not, they're not there yet, are they? I mean, it's, I don't as much think as it's, so. it's huge. So you got to, I mean, even in North America, right? I mean, it's, it's been, women's soccer's been bigger here for a lot longer than it has been in, in Europe, but it's still not the finished product just yet. So, you know, let's get it right here and in Europe and then expand and try and grow the sport in other regions, I suppose. Yep. All right. Uh, before we go, I want to mention this. I just want to get Jimmy and Craig's opinion because they played against this team, I'm sure. Um, the 99 Manchester United treble winners, that era of United with Dwight York and Andy Cole up top. Dwight York came out this week and said that Erling Haaland wouldn't make that team. He said that me and what me and Andy Cole had, that chemistry, was more valuable than what Erling Haaland could bring to that team. Just, I'm curious as to your thoughts, Craig. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they got it right at that time. I mean, they were a fantastic side. Uh, but to say that Holland wouldn't be in that side in his first year at 22, breaking the all-time record quite easily <laughs> is, is a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be broke so all the records, but he wouldn't Love get in you. our team. <laughs> yeah. It's a beauty of sport. Yeah. So, you know, you're comparing different generations and teams is very, very difficult. You know, always, you're never going to win that argument, no matter which way you go. Yeah. 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 He also said that um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was better than Eric Ten Hag and that Ten Hag's nine losses this year shouldn't be dismissed. So, hey, ex players talking shit. We know all about that, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen here. No, no. never. Uh, you guys never. are amazing. Man, uh, one to- club that a lot of lot of uh, ex players they don't, they're not shy of having a dig at. They are Man not United. shy, not at all. I, th- I tell this story, right? I I, uh, I was over there a few years ago now doing some stories. Had a cameraman who worked a lot in the football world. He did a feature on Dwight York when he was at United, and he was invited to Dwight York's house. It's this massive, this mansion. It was huge because the only rooms that had anything in them was a kitchen and his bedroom. That was it. The rest of the house was empty rooms because they're the only two rooms he ever used because <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Anyway, listen to the first game you mentioned there. You can catch on uh, Fubo TV. <laughs> what, like you, Craig, you said? Yeah, I only used two rooms. Yeah, and you had two rooms. Oh, I mean, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of times you were in the closet. Yeah. Hanging yeah. out. <laughs> you you and the cats. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, listen, it's news and dubs. It's called dubs because of dubs. Amy Walsh. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, guys. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we're back on, uh, I guess, Monday morning. I hear, do you hear echo? I hear some echoing going on here. Sometimes. Presumably, I'm assuming it's Jimmy, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyway, we're out of time. Hope you enjoyed that. Back on Monday, uh, keep buying newspapers and cheers for listening. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Look at that. Toit. Toit. Tiger tight. Nice. nice.